Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And this is so much fun. I love it when we do the LinkedIn series. This is um, third, fourth, fifth year, maybe, that we have done this, where we focused an entire <laughs> month on LinkedIn. And it's so cool. And it was so funny because as I was getting ready to, for today's program, I thought, ah, the ultimate in social distancing, right? Um, you know, and, and so, but it, it really is such a powerful tool that we, we need to be using it. And I say this every program, if you are a business professional, you absolutely positively must be on LinkedIn, but not just on LinkedIn, using LinkedIn. This isn't a set it and forget it type of thing. And so please join me in welcoming my guests. And I love this guest. This is like the fourth or fifth time at least that Brian <laughs> has been on the program because he is such an expert and has such great knowledge. So please join me in welcoming Brian Basilico back to our program today. Welcome, Brian. Hey, Deb. How are you? It's so good to be virtually with you again. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, you got to love technology. And, and it's, it's funny, like I was saying, you know, it's the ultimate in social distancing. I think we're going to discover more and more people are going to think, hey, this is a great way to meet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't have to be going to, you know, have our ninth cup of, of Starbucks coffee or, um, you know, all these various things. We can meet virtually. And, and I think that's, that's great. So yep. let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. Mm -hmm. So Brian Basilico is the award-winning author of the best-selling book, it's not about you. It's about bacon, relationship bacon. marketing in a social media world. And he doesn't mention this, but he has another book called Bacon, The Bacon System, Sizzling Hot Recipes That Grow Your Business. So great books, great books. Um, Brian was honored as one of the top marketers to follow in 2018. Brian is an online marketing strategist with over 40 years of marketing experience and the owner of an award-winning internet marketing company, B2B Interactive Marketing, Inc. He is world-renowned for his LinkedIn training and innovative content marketing strategies and was one of the first 1,000 people to join the social network in 2004. So again, Brian, welcome. Thanks, Deb. Woo, where's the applause? You know? I know. <laughs> the only sound effect I have. Now, this is a great sound effect to have. <laughs> I not only have that, but I have this one, too. Uh, yay. That was easy. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Which, you know, that, that really is appropriate for this because I think so many people think that LinkedIn is A, just for people who are looking for a job. No, mm -hmm. wrong. But B, they think, oh my God, it's complicated. It's going to take me forever. All these various things. So tell us, though, let's, let's go back a bit. Why is it that you have decided that LinkedIn, and you did this before social distancing, why did you decide that LinkedIn really is an absolutely fabulous business tool. Well, the, the biggest thing about LinkedIn, first and foremost, there, there are multiple things about LinkedIn that are different than any other social network. Okay. And, and after I go through this section, I want to tell a story 
about why LinkedIn is perfect, especially in the social distancing world right okay. now. Okay. So if we look at LinkedIn, number one, it is truly the only B2B, business-to-business mm -hmm. marketing platform. Facebook is, you know, there's cats, there's toilet paper memes, there's all these wonderful things that are fun, good distraction, mm -hmm. but it's primarily consumers, okay, right. where in the B2B world, if you do business with other businesses, that's where people are hanging out. The mm -hmm. second thing about it is it's kind of self-policing. Right. You don't find anything political on there. You generally don't mm -hmm. find memes. You generally don't find the kind of stuff that you would find right. on Facebook. It's business. Right. Exactly. And then the third part about it is it's a place where people are going to find content. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in the Facebook world, the Instagram world, it's all about sensationalism and news right. and headlines and, you know, but the biggest thing about LinkedIn is people are actually going there to learn. Mm -hmm. And so a couple of things that you need to think about first and foremost is everybody who is going on LinkedIn is putting up a who they are and where they work. So mm -hmm. you get to know what business they're working mm -hmm. for, what they're interested in. Um, it does the same thing that Facebook does as far as demographics go. Right. I mean, you can actually find the fact that somebody is a specific demographic, mm -hmm. but instead of whether they're married and have a cat, um, you can find out if they work for an IT company mm -hmm. that is uh, 50 to 500 employees that's right. making over $5 million. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's your target market, mm -hmm. you have an ability to talk to the people that are really doing it. But that's only if you're in the quote-unquote selling thing and mm -hmm. that's that's the one thing about LinkedIn that I want to kind of discourage people from doing right now because everybody is freaking out right you know it's like all of a sudden you know the bottom has dropped out of the economy people are working from home um, you know there there's a social distancing I mean I, one of my customers I know they've been on basically radio silence because they've spent the last week trying to get 50 of their employees working from home Mm -hmm. which means they have to get the technology set up. They have to get the computer right. set up. They have to get the network set mm -hmm. up. They have to be able to handle all that stuff. They, you know, there's an opportunity to learn how to mm -hmm. use mm -hmm. Zoom and Google Drive and things that they may not have had to do before because you know the world has changed. So there's lots of opportunity, but the goal at this point is not to go out and try to sell all your stuff. Mm -hmm. It's how can you be helpful? Right. And if you go into LinkedIn with that mindset to begin with, you'll be amazed at what happens. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things I want to try to discourage people from doing is saying, hey, there's an opportunity to sell more stuff. Yeah, there is. But guess what? Nobody cares right now. Right. right. You know, what they care about is surviving. Mm -hmm. What they care about is connecting. What they care about is, you know, how do I still run my business mm -hmm. in a different work environment? Mm -hmm. right. So. That's really what it's about. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's interesting because, you know, looking at the, the news feed, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people being helpful. You know, mm -hmm. the seven tips for working from home, um, you know, how to, to manage stay-at-home employees, things like mm -hmm. that. Now, could there be something that somebody in there is selling? Maybe. 
yep. but they're not, um, you know, and, and anyhow, they're not in a blatant in your face way. And I am seeing that on Facebook, um, you know, and, and which is, is annoying because it's like, no, nah, that's, you know, now more than ever, I think people need escapism on Facebook. You know, I don't want to be reminded that, you know, all of this is happening. Right. So I want to see the cat videos and, and, um, you know, those, those fun things. But yeah, on LinkedIn, it's so interesting because people really are being more helpful there, at least the people that I'm connected to. So I guess I'm connected to the right people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So, um, so let me go back to the story. So okay. one of the things that, you know, you have to think about social media and social networking as two completely different things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there are social networks. Okay. These are networks of people that you know, like, and trust mm -hmm. that you have decided to connect to. Right. Now I belong to face to face networks. Well, mm -hmm. last week was, uh, I live in Illinois and mm -hmm. Illinois was in shock shut down. Everybody right. could not go no anywhere. Go out. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> no go out, no gatherings over mm -hmm. 50 people, uh, restaurants closed, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So you know, what do you do? So the first thing that I did is I went online, I talked to the people that ran those and I said, Hey, I'm willing to facilitate. I have a zoom account. Why don't we have a virtual meeting via zoom? Right. And of course, immediately there was pushback. Oh, it's not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody knows the technology. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I finally convinced them. I said, do it. Well, you know, the first, we did two in one day and I did an, another one another day. And the first one was, you know, just a small mastermind, got mm -hmm. the kinks out. And then after that, we had a group that normally 50 people meet. Well, guess what? Wow. 35 people showed up. Holy cow. Online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we all had a chance to introduce ourselves and the meeting was exactly the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it starts out with, um, it, it happens to be at a church, so it starts with an opening mm -hmm. prayer, and then it goes into everybody gets to introduce themselves, mm -hmm. and then somebody gives a presentation, and then there's open discussion and Q&A. Right. And it was the exact same meeting, you mm -hmm. know, but it was done virtually. Right. When the meeting was over, everybody said the exact same thing. And I mean, they kept coming on and saying, hey, I got nothing else to add, but this was so comforting. Mm -hmm. to get back to the normal, even though it was right. online. And to see people. I mean, that's the whole thing. People, we need to, we need to see people. Right. So they, they, they loved it. And then the second meeting was exactly the same. I mean, normally we have 20, 25 people at this other group. Mm -hmm. And I think probably 15, 18 people showed up. Wow. And we, um, the people that gave the presentation in the first meeting, we gave the same presentation in the second one, and mm -hmm. it was how to get through this. Mm -hmm. You know, here are the tools, here are the mm -hmm. things to think about. One of my mantras right now is don't panic, pivot. Right. And I talk about, you know, first you have to adapt, then you have to mm -hmm. innovate and communicate. And those mm -hmm. are the three things that you have to do. So again, the same thing happened. At the end of the meeting, people said, hey, I got nothing to say, but it was so great to get together. It was mm -hmm. great to see everybody's face. I can't wait for the next one, you know. So that's what a social network is about. Mm -hmm. Nobody's right. selling anything. We're mm -hmm. educating each mm -hmm. other. If you take that same kind of model and you use it in something like LinkedIn where you have good information, mm -hmm. it could be an article that you've written. Mm -hmm. It could be a video that you've created. You know, it's not your standard talking head, you know, hey, I know that you're stressed, but let, mm -hmm. me, let me tell you how you can get unstressed. Here's how I do it. Now mm -hmm. sign up for my class and there's only $97. Uh, no, it's not mm -hmm. that. It's, you know, do something PowerPoint-based so people aren't mm -hmm. sitting there looking at you thinking that you're just another talking head mm -hmm. selling something. Um, you know, try to find a way to put out some good, useful information. Mm -hmm. 
today, example of that is um, the original mastermind I talked about. We got together and said, what can we do? Mm-hmm. How can we pay it forward? We've got these collective minds of people that know how to deal with these business problems. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's put together uh, a presentation. So we're going to do an online webinar. And again, the title is Don't Panic, Pivot. Mm-hmm. And there are four different people in it. The first person is going to talk about how to navigate with your staff. Mm. You know, the fact that there's big changes mm-hmm. and, and how you need to communicate better. The second person is going to talk about time management at home. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that, yes, you, you may have to work, but you're not going to be working nine to five. If right. you've got kids, you might have to wait till the kids go to bed, mm-hmm. how to deal with interruptions, you know, how to walk the dog, you know, all those kind of things. I'm going into a bunch of tools. I'm going to be talking about, you know, things like uh, using acuity scheduling to book your mm-hmm. time because you're used to people coming and knocking on your door. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Or you're used to going out to a cubicle and talking mm-hmm. to somebody to get an answer. We can't do that virtually. Right. You know, it's uh, recording, having meetings on Zoom, but how about recording those meetings, mm-hmm. having them transcribed and turn them into to-dos and put right. it into Asana? Mm-hmm. You know, it's things like that. It's taking the knowledge that we have mm-hmm. and putting it out there. And the last person is going to talk about the financial side of things mm. and what resources mm-hmm. are available via mm-hmm. SBA loans and, and maybe how to negotiate with uh, your electric company or your mm-hmm. cable company or whatever wow. it is mm-hmm. so that you can you know, not have to deal with that for the short mm-hmm. period of time because let's face it, if nobody's sitting in an office, there's a good chance you may not get paid because the whole right. system is sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know, the accounts payable, accounts receivable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you may go a bunch of time without getting paid. Right. And, Don't and panic. it's not that people aren't wanting to pay. I mean, you know, that's, right. that's been one of the things that people, well, you know, everybody's just, no, they just, they're not, like you said, they're not there to pay. Right. They don't have the system. Like you were saying, your husband, you know, has to go into the office because mm-hmm. the files that, uh, that he uses are too big to make mm-hmm. it over the internet, right? right? You know, the accounting system could be hard, you know, basically a mm-hmm. hard copy sitting on a server that you right. can't get. It's <laughs> never been set up to be done remotely, right. you know, because yeah. you don't want the internet looking at your books, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got this thing locked down mm-hmm. really super, super tight, you know? Um, so somebody's going to have to go in the office and actually mm-hmm. do that sooner or later. I mean, people need to get paid, mm-hmm. you know, your, your staff needs to get paid, right. your vendors need to get paid, mm-hmm. the electric bill needs to get paid. So, you know, those are some of the things that, you know, we said as a group, mm-hmm. we can do this to help other people right. and we're going to record it and we put together a bunch of resources. You know, here's a list of uh, all the SBA loan mm-hmm. places that you can go to. Here's a list of all the software I talked about. Here's my time management worksheet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's some checklists for, um, you know, working out of the office. So we put together this entire resource, put it out there, record it, and put Mm -hmm. it up there. This is the kind of stuff that LinkedIn is looking for. Yes. It's looking for great resources. Mm -hmm. So now, being a homebody and having LinkedIn, now is your time to become the best content creator you possibly can, Mm -hmm. but in the goal of helping people so that you have the ability not only to make the world a better place, but remain top of mind when people, dis- you know, when things get mm-hmm. back to normal, because they right. will get back right. to normal. Oh, yeah. It may be a new normal. Mm-hmm. You may find that more people are going to be telecommuting mm-hmm. right. because it works better. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, we don't need to have this, you know, 50,000 square foot mm-hmm. building. Right. Um, you know, we could pay for their internet's less mm-hmm. expensive than p- paying for the mm-hmm. floor space. Right. These people are comfortable working at home. We found some of them thrive, some of them They didn't. still got their work done. That's, right. of course, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, you know, LinkedIn, think of LinkedIn as a networking, you know, resource generating, information generating social network of Mm -hmm. people that you would normally meet face to face and treat it that way. Right. You know, and, and it is about being helpful and, and sharing and, and, you know, doing all those things. And, and, of course, when you become that trusted resource, then you can tactfully say, oh, by the way, here is what I do. Right. Um, you know, and, and, and it's funny. One of the things that you do every week um, is you, you share the, the, you know, the, the really bad pitches that, that yeah. people come up it's with. The, it's the catch and pitch of the week, you know, yeah. or, or pitch and you catch know, of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we connect with somebody online, you know, and, and immediately, boom, you get the pitch. And, and, you know, and, and, and it's funny because now we do, we joke about these things. And, you know, I've got one here that, that I have opened up and, and this woman. Um, so first she breaks a rule because, and, and it's a rule, it's LinkedIn's rule mm-hmm. because she has more than her name as her name. Right. You know, and, and so, you know, she's, she's got that. And then what was so funny about this is, you know, her pitch to me, she calls me Deborah. Okay. The, on LinkedIn, I am Deborah. So that is an immediate indicator to me that somebody doesn't know me. You know, if, right. they, if they used it, De- and that's perfectly fine. That is my name. Um, but Deb Creer was already taken on LinkedIn. And so that was why I went ahead and, and just used my full name. But she did the cut and paste pitch. Mm-hmm. So all she did was cut and paste my company name into insert company name here. Right. So my company name, the first one that I have listed in LinkedIn is Deb Creer. So she's, ref- she's saying, hey, Deborah, I can help you with Deb Creer. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she says things like, oh, it looks like Deb Creer is doing great work. Quick intro. I can help Deb Creer, and of course, you know, there's and 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 I thought about responding to her. And what I love is a lot of times mm-hmm. you respond to these people, and they never get it. I mean, that's oh no, 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 yeah. See, my now for you, what I would say is, hey, I forward on your request to the Department of Redundancy Department. They yes. will get back to you in the second Tuesday of next week, right? And and mm-hmm. just put it out there just like that, yeah. and, and just, and just leave it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, well, you know, Department yeah. of Redundancy, mm-hmm. and they'll get back to you the mm-hmm. second Tuesday mm-hmm. of next week and see yes. if she responds response back because mm-hmm. yeah. I've had the exact same thing happen. I've had people send me, you know, um, Hey, we've got this great new tool. It's an audio tool that you can send out to people and you can do all these things. And I send the request. I say, well, t- I have a podcast. Tell me what the difference is between mm-hmm. this and podcasting. Right. And the response was, Hey, we've got this great audio tool that you can use. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I love those. And the other ones that are really telltale is the Hey, Brian, insert company name here. They forget to fill that right, in. Right, <laughs> right. You're still insert, or they've got the wrong company name because they right. were cutting and pasting from something else. Right. You know, and, and we laugh at this, but it's, you know, it, it, it is so important because we should be connecting with people. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it is about building these relationships with right. folks. And I love it when somebody has clearly gone to my profile and paid attention to it, not just, hey, Deb Creer. You know, it's, oh my gosh, I see that you're a podcaster. I would love to to learn more about that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, okay, that's fine. They at least went and read something. Right. Um, and you, you yeah. could send them a link and say, hey, here's a couple right. of podcasts that may be interested yeah. in. You. And I've had people do that, yep. mm-hmm. you know, and I sent them a link and they actually went and listened. Mm-hmm. They got back and they right. wanted to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, right. guess what? Mm-hmm. 
because they went and listened mm-hmm. and they were persistent right. and they, they built the relationship. On the list. Mm-hmm. They were on the list and they turned out to be great guests. Yeah. Now there's the other side. Mm-hmm. There's just one woman that keeps sending me messages and she's going, well, I have these health and beauty tips that I think would be really important to your people. And I'm going, well, you know, I it's about marketing. It's not right. really about yeah. health and beauty. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it's not really my niche. She goes, well, everybody needs good content and your audience should get this. So, you know, let me on your show. And it's Mm -hmm. like, lady, uh, you know, stop sending me these things Mm because number one, you're annoying. And number two, Mm -hmm. you're not my niche. Okay, go find Mm -hmm. your niche. (laughs) Yeah. And and what we're pointing out is that if you wouldn't do this in real life, mm-hmm. don't do it on LinkedIn. And and I think that's the important thing is to remember that, you know, when we talk to someone, we're like, oh my gosh, I went to your website, Brian, and I saw that you do this podcast and tell me more about it. Right. You know, that same thing could be typed on LinkedIn or said face to face. You know, I'm I'm not gonna be a total idiot and and you know say something that that I wouldn't say on in real life. And I think that's the trick to LinkedIn that and, and that's where people think, oh my gosh, it's gonna take longer. Yes. yes. Because you're having to actually do a little bit of work. But right. don't you want to? I mean, because all these people that we're making fun of doesn't matter, we'll never work with them. It really doesn't right. matter what, what's going to happen from now on. We are just never going to work with them. They might have the greatest content, the greatest product in the world, but because they screwed it up at the very start, we're not going to work with them. Right. And this is, this is exactly the premise of my next book, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is coming out uh, probably in July. And it's about toilet paper. I'm very it's, confused. Yes, it's <laughs> called toilet paper math. Okay, and toilet. Can I go? We have enough time. I can get into oh, yes, the. Yes, definitely. Okay. We we All need right. to know about toilet paper math. More importantly, we t- need to know about the book. <laughs> what's What's super super funny is the fact that I actually had this idea before the whole toilet paper mm-hmm. shortage mm-hmm. started. So it gave me the greatest opportunity to become because I'm known as the bacon guy. Right. Yes. Now I'm known as the toilet paper guy. Mm-hmm. Because um, <laughs> I've been posting memes about toilet paper, jokes about toilet paper, and you know, replace the name of your favorite movie one word with toilet paper. Mm-hmm. There were 250 comments on that. I know. I mean, it's, people are having mm-hmm. fun with it. So let me explain the whole toilet paper math thing. All right. So simple, straightforward is that um, toilet paper was invented in the boom. Uh, I think it was the 6th century in, by the Chinese and in, in the 1400s it was manufactured used by people in the 1800s it was patented where the roll by the way people it goes to the outside okay yes. the roll should go over it should yeah. face down mm-hmm. in front of you okay um, but anyways toilet paper has been around for a long time it's something everybody uses mm-hmm. and it's like why do people need to advertise this stuff you know everybody yeah. uses it mm-hmm. well the reason is because there's so many different brands and mm-hmm. so many different styles I mean there's mega super soft you know, mm-hmm. super cushy you know, it's all these different, you know, versions of the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Now, toilet paper, man, back before 2000 was very plain and simple. You bought mm-hmm. a four pack. That was it. You mm-hmm. got a four pack. Right. And uh, remember Mr. Whipple, don't squeeze mm-hmm. the Charmin. Oh, yeah. Don't you squeeze know? the Charmin. Mm-hmm. Yep. That size. Okay. Toilet mm-hmm. paper at the time was four and a half inches by four and a half inches, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. It was a square of toilet paper. Right. Then somewhere along the line, they said, hey, you know what? We need to keep it so that it still fits on a toilet paper roll, mm-hmm. but you know, we could save money if we cut it down. Mm-hmm. So then they made it 4.1 inches by 4.1 inches, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Then somewhere online said, no, we need to save some more money. So what we're going to do is we're going to make a 4.1 inches. So it still looks good on a roll, but we're going to make them 3.7 inches tall now. 
So it's no longer a square, it's a rectangle. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then they take this and instead of, you know, making a four pack, now they take it and like call it a mega roll because mm -hmm. now they're doubling right. the amount of toilet paper mm -hmm. that they could put on there or quote, quote unquote tripling. Mm -hmm. And so you go into the store and you're walking down the aisle. That is if you can find it right now, because mm -hmm. I mean, in my, you know, my local grocery stores, they're completely sold out. But when it was around, mm -hmm. you'd go down, you see this little sign. It's a big, big mark on the corner of it would say eight equals 32, nine mm -hmm. equals 96, and you're six like equals 128. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're just looking at it going, yeah, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. You know, and of course, you know, the six is like this and the 128 is like that, you know, right. like six equals 128. Mm -hmm. You know, what they're trying to say is that, you know, with the, the added length on the roll mm -hmm. and the amount of rolls in the bag, you're getting this much toilet paper. Right. What toilet paper math mm -hmm. is about is trying to tell you, or at least make you have mm -hmm. the perception that you're getting more for less mm -hmm. when yeah. then actually you're paying more for less <laughs> mm -hmm. because you're paying for shorter squares, number mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Number two, you're getting, um, uh, it now costs like $1.20 on average in those mega rolls, okay? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're getting more toilet paper, but it, it just is, it's not the same. It's not so, going as far. Right, yeah. And the end result of this is mm -hmm. what I call BSOS, which is mm -hmm. bright, shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm. They're trying to distract right. you from the fact that you're paying more, and you mm -hmm. see it in everything. Mm -hmm. What used to be an 8-ounce jar is a 5.5-ounce mm -hmm. jar mm -hmm. now. You know, so they're taking everything and they're shrinking it so they can make more money making it look mm -hmm. like they're doing the same thing. Right. Because they'll give you more of it, but it's smaller quantities and you're not catching the, the, the right. very subtle distinction. Exactly. You know, the cost of toilet paper has drastically gone up, mm -hmm. you know, but most people don't realize that. But so, but that's exactly what happens with the online marketing space is all of this Vsauce. So getting, mm -hmm. the reason I bring up the Vsauce, the bright, shiny object syndrome, is because one of the reasons why people go on LinkedIn and they do these pitches is because there are people out there selling what they call the LinkedIn lead machine. Mm. We're going to give you high quality ticket leads. You're going to have 30,000 people as your P, you know, you're going to mm. have 30,000 yes. people in your connection. If you just connect with a thousand of them a day, one of those 30,000 is going to become a high ticket lead. And you're going to get rich, you know? No. And they're right. <laughs> They're right. I mean, if they if you connect with 30,000 people and you send out to 1,000 people a day for 30 days, sooner or later, somebody's going to go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you Just the law of averages, you're probably going to hit, you know, if you've, if you've got a halfway decent whatever it is that you're selling, right. you, you may hit one. Right. But, you know, in reality, B2B, B2B business is, mm -hmm. you know, when I give a speech, it could be up to two years. Mm -hmm. Before somebody comes to me and says, Brian, I saw you right. speak of this one thing mm -hmm. two years ago and I'm ready to work with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm an overnight success two years later. Mm -hmm. um, and, and normal business to business marketing, you know, it takes longer. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a big difference between mm -hmm. buying toilet paper for your home mm -hmm. and buying toilet paper for your job, mm -hmm. all right? Toilet paper in your home, if you buy the wrong brand, you know what happens? I sleep on the couch and my wife sends me back right. to Walgreens mm -hmm. to get another yeah, brand. You go back okay? and you get the right one. Mm -hmm. Right. If that was you written buy, down. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yes. If you buy the wrong stuff in business, you know what happens? People get fired. Right. You know, people get mm -hmm. angry. Mm -hmm. You have a corporate culture that is completely distracted. Mm -hmm. So that's where it becomes the issue. 
the the reason people buy is different in a business mindset than it is a consumer mindset. Mm -hmm. So what a lot of people with this Vsauce is they're trying to get people to think about how you use consumer tactics to sell in the B2B space. And mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you it doesn't work. Right. It takes patience. You need to build relationships. Mm -hmm. You need to build the know, like, and trust. You mm -hmm. need to put out content that shows that you care about mm -hmm. them and their jobs. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Them and their people, mm -hmm. them and their business. This mm -hmm. is not about just buy my crap. Mm -hmm. You know, this is about how can I effectively help you become a better business mm -hmm. and make more money. Right. That's it. And it is about being in it for the long haul and being consistent. You know, mm -hmm. one of the things that I always do when I go to somebody's profile is I look at activities, you know, their, their recent activity. And, and that's kind of annoying because it shows everything that they have right. done. You know, anytime you click like any, you know, all of that shows up in that thing. So you kind of have to filter down through to see, you know, okay, what did they post? You know, and, and even what did they comment? I mean, you know, the, the, the whole like button thing, you know, it needs to just go away. Yeah. Um, and, um, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where I look to see how often do they use it. And, you know, and, and we've talked about this on other programs. Of course, LinkedIn, we always talk about LinkedIn and Google and Facebook, like they're entities, like they're real things. They like it if you are more active, you know, right. because they're not going to show, you know, bring up your information in the news feed or in a search if the last time you did something on your profile was three years ago. Right. You know, and, and so the more active you are, the more it's it's going to be there. And and so it's it's interesting. I'm looking through here, you know, just kind of looking through the, the news feed. And so now there's a lot of ads. We're going to talk about ads in in a minute. But yep. um, you know, so let's see, this person says, What are you doing to help the brain fog lift? Okay. So that's kind of interesting. Um that one's an ad. This is oh, here's here is somebody who's doing a video. So mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting. Um, another ad, um, you know, and that now here's here's a good one: tools to be more productive working remotely. And she's mm -hmm. sharing other people's content, right? OPC, mm -hmm. which is great. You know, I have so many people that say, "I don't have anything to say." Okay, you know, you probably right. do. But more importantly, it's perfectly fine to share other people's content. Absolutely. And that's so let me let me get into another difference, a huge mm -hmm. difference between LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, Facebook is a closed sandbox. Mm -hmm. Facebook only wants to sell anything inside of Facebook. Right. So, for example, if you post things on your business page in Facebook, mm -hmm. they won't show it to anybody. Right. Because or they heaven want you forbid you send them out to say YouTube. Well, that's what I'm saying is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's rule number two. Rule number one is you will not, you can post things in your business page all day long. Nobody's mm -hmm. going to see it. Um, it used to be that it was 20%. Now it's down to like 0.6%. Right. I mean, it's, it's amazingly mm -hmm. small mm -hmm. for every thousand people that you have liking your page. About six people mm -hmm. will see it. Mm -hmm. um, why? Because they want you to boost it. They want right. you to pay for advertising, mm -hmm. yeah. that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Now oh, the cardinal sin. Yeah. There, we go. there you mm -hmm. go. Yeah. The cardinal sin inside of Facebook is taking people out of their sandbox. Mm -hmm. So if you post a link to anything that is not news-based mm -hmm. because they've got their algorithm set up that if it's news-based, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But if it's sales-based to like your own website mm -hmm. or to right. a webinar or something like mm -hmm. that, won't be shown mm -hmm. to anybody. Mm -hmm. They cut it off. Okay. 
So there, there's a, they want people to stay in that sandbox. The mm-hmm. average person spends 20 minutes on Facebook per day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now LinkedIn is completely different because Facebook makes the vast majority of their money selling ads. Right. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn makes the vast majority of their money through jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. 75% of their business is about recruiting mm-hmm. and job placements and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. That's where they make their money. Mm-hmm. They make about 5% on ads and they make about 20% on their additional services, mm-hmm. which includes sales navigator and other you know mm-hmm. things that they offer. Um, so the thing about LinkedIn, LinkedIn does not mind if you post external links. Right. Okay. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They do want people to spend time on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to degrade it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the key thing is they don't care if you mm-hmm. post external links as right. much. As a matter of fact, again, if it's news, they encourage it. Mm-hmm. So if you post something from um, you know, Business Insider, mm-hmm. if you post something from Entrepreneur mm-hmm. Magazine, Inc. Magazine, any of those kind of things, Wired, they promote the heck mm-hmm. out of that because right. it's great information. So now you become known as the thought leader based on what you post. Mm -hmm. But the key thing is that little space above and the little space below the link are the most important things. Mm -hmm. Space above it is where you put your thoughts about the article. Mm -hmm. Why are you sharing it? Right. Not just the link. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's in it for you and what's Mm -hmm. in it for them? Hey, I found this interesting because Mm -hmm. I think you will enjoy it because. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, make your case and get them to read it. And then the second thing is you can use the hashtags. Mm -hmm. Um, Hashtags are great in LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. They're great in Instagram. They're great in Twitter. They're not so good in Facebook. Mm -hmm. But hashtags, people do follow hashtags. Mm -hmm. So if you, the hashtag, and I haven't looked at it, you know, recently, but I'm, I'm sure the work from home hashtag is trending inside of LinkedIn. Let's I'm see. Sure. Let me type it in. Here, mm-hmm. work. Hashtag work from home. Yep. So I got 261 results, but those okay. are companies and things like that, that, that have things, have, have something in their name that's work from home. Um, right. But but yeah, so yeah, it's it's a lot. There's there's a ton of stuff that's going to come. But up. I mean, it could be, you know, you just got to figure out which hashtags are trending and right. try to follow along with those hashtags and post content. And LinkedIn suggests them for you based right. on what you have typed in your in your content. Right, but the key thing if there's a trend going on right now, which is work from home, mm-hmm. remote workers, right. virtual employees, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever the hashtags are that are key, mm-hmm. if you can find content that feeds that, mm-hmm. then you become, then you go up in the algorithm because right. you're, you're trending with everything else. Mm-hmm. So that's good OPC. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the other side of the coin and that's original content. Mm-hmm. Okay. Original content. Now out of all the people on LinkedIn, okay, there's 600 million people on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Only about a hundred million people in these are rough numbers are American, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. you know, so, you know, basically the people that you would sell to, unless you sell to the world, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's about maybe 20, 25% mm-hmm. of the audience max. Okay. That's number one. Number two is out of all the people on LinkedIn, 0.5% mm-hmm. of all people post any kind of content. Right. One half of 1% mm-hmm. post any kind of content. So if you post, hello, it's mm-hmm. going to be seen. Right. Hopefully. 
Hopefully, but you're you're going to be you know in that space. Right. Number one, you're you're a content mm-hmm. generator, which is if there's no content on LinkedIn, there's no reason for people to go unless right. they're looking for a job, mm-hmm. right? So think about what kind of original content people on LinkedIn would like to hear about mm-hmm. right now right. and create some of that. Mm-hmm. It could be a blog post. Mm-hmm. It could be a PDF. You can mm-hmm. upload a PDF. It can be a PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. It can be a video. It can be something along those mm-hmm. lines. If you create original material that eventually leads them back mm-hmm. to your own space, right. not only are you providing great content, mm-hmm. but you're also becoming a thought leader and driving mm-hmm. people back to right. your own website. And that's where then you sell things, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's that you're driving them back to your, uh, you know, your, your page on LinkedIn. So they're looking at your about section, all those various things, or as you said, you know, you've driven them completely off. And so they're, they're, you know, you, you did a blog post and you're linking it on your website. Mm-hmm. That's where then they go, okay, now this was a pretty cool article by this Brian guy. What else does he do? Right. That's the key. Yep. And there are other places, like, for example, when I write a blog post and I share it and I see that it's popular, mm-hmm. I'll immediately take that and turn it into a quote unquote article. It used to be called right. Pulse, mm-hmm. but you can create a post or an article. Mm-hmm. So I'll take that and post it as an article. Mm-hmm. And now it becomes additional feed. Now, the bonus of having mm-hmm. an article inside of LinkedIn is that article is something that will be shared outside of LinkedIn and is indexed by Google. Mm-hmm. So now you've got LinkedIn content that will show up in Google. That's the right. other unique thing about LinkedIn mm-hmm. that n- almost never happens mm-hmm. in Facebook right. or Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. or anything else. Yeah. LinkedIn it, and Google have a good business relationship. Right. One of the first things that probably will show up when somebody types your name is your profile. Mm-hmm. But it may be one of your articles too if mm-hmm. you're posting content inside of there. Mm-hmm. So that's why you know, as a social network producing great content Mm -hmm. and not having this Vsauce. Now let's get back to that one thing is how do we use it for business? Okay. We've talked about, you know, not going out there and taking the, you know, lead generation uh, course, Mm -hmm. right. You know, the, the basically taking a shotgun and trying to get one of a thousand Mm -hmm. people to pay attention. What you do is you post things. And then you connect up with people that actually have a reason to want to use what you have. One of the things that I've mm-hmm. done is go through, I, 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 when I started with my CRM, mm-hmm. I took my entire list from LinkedIn at the time was 4,000 people. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded the entire thing that I brought into my CRM. It's like, I want to get it off of LinkedIn mm-hmm. and have it someplace. So at least if I shut down, which I have done right. in my sales navigator, mm-hmm. I have that list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if it goes away, I have that list. I mm-hmm. want to control that. Um, it was a great idea at the time until I realized that I had a whole bunch of people I never communicated with in my right. CRM and mm-hmm. it just made a mess. Mm-hmm. So I spent the entire, you know, in this downtime, mm-hmm. I spent the weekend going through it and I took it from 6,000 people down to 1,400 people wow. that I actually do business mm-hmm. with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the key thing I try to tell people on LinkedIn is, yeah, you're going to get a ton of connection requests. 95% of those people are people that are going to want to sell you something. Right. All right, that five or 10% of people that you could potentially have a business relationship ones, those are you want, the ones you want to focus on. Mm-hmm. The key thing that I suggest is that there's a tool, there's actually a couple of tools I use inside of LinkedIn. One of them is called Nimble. It's a CRM. It's relatively inexpensive. It's 20 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And the second tool I use is called Crystal. Mm-hmm. 
Nimble allows me to go into a LinkedIn profile, doesn't matter whether you're first level connection or third level connection, but you can actually grab that information and pull them into your CRM. Mm -hmm. That way you can kind of track the interactions that you have with people. Right. All right. You can actually keep a log of, Mm -hmm. I sent this person a message, you know, in LinkedIn on such and such a date. If you have their email address, it puts all of their email in one Mm -hmm. place. Doesn't matter, like for you, Deb, if you've got five different emails, as long as they have those five different emails in Mm -hmm. your profile, all of them show up. Right. Okay. So it makes it super simple to be able to track Mm -hmm. those relationships. The other side. You're not saying that you're pulling those in and immediately spamming them with your no. email. No, 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 no. It's just a way to collect them mm-hmm. into something so that you can at least right. have, you know, some sense of who they are, what they do, make notes about right. them, say that you've connected mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. and take the time to get to know them. You know, it's one right. of the things is like, if mm-hmm. there's a conference that I heard about down in Atlanta mm-hmm. that you didn't know anything about, or right. another example mm-hmm. is you're looking for somebody as a video intern. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of my friends the other day said, Hey, my son is down in Atlanta looking for video jobs cool. okay so and he mm-hmm. literally did say that mm-hmm. so I could mm-hmm. say hey I got a friend down there Deb mm-hmm. who's connected with the space mm-hmm. she's looking for a video intern mm-hmm. and can connect him with other right. people can I do something can I make folks networking. right mm-hmm. can I make a connection between you two so you mm-hmm. can talk mm-hmm. and figure that out that's one of the things that we do with podcast guests mm-hmm. you connect mm-hmm. me with some I connect right. with you with mm-hmm. some right it's how can you be helpful to mm-hmm. people and you want to be able to track that mm-hmm. stuff The second tool that I use is called Crystal. What Crystal does, it allows you to go in and actually look at the personality of Mm -hmm. each person. Now, this is really great. If you get to the point where somebody is thinking about doing business with Mm -hmm. you and says, hey, I want you to come in for a meeting, or we're going to have a virtual meeting, which Mm -hmm. frankly, you know, it's a little harder to read body language when you're only seeing this much, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to see if your legs are crossed or your arms are crossed. Or or, gestures I might be making. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have that intelligence Mm -hmm. to understand, you know, what's the mindset of that person. Mm -hmm. It's about 80% accurate Mm -hmm. and allows you at least to get inside the mind. Mm -hmm. Are they a high D? Are they driven? I want results now. Or are they uh, an S? They're skeptical. It's like, I want results, but I want you to prove it to me first. It's going to take me a little longer to make decisions. So if you do get into a business relationship where you're starting the process, somebody comes to you and says, I need you what you do. I need your services. Mm -hmm. It's good to have those two things, tracking what's going on inside of LinkedIn and then better understanding the Mm -hmm. personality. And that can all be stored Mm -hmm. online. But the thing about LinkedIn is then you go into LinkedIn and you can message people Mm -hmm. and you can create conversations. You can create connections. Mm -hmm. So not only are you posting great content, Mm-hmm. but you're using it as a messaging tool mm-hmm. just like you would email or anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's kind of the you know, ecosystem of using LinkedIn from a business-to-business mm-hmm. standpoint. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm in my messaging thing right now in LinkedIn, and again, it's about having a real message, not a cut and paste, not, not anything like that. And, you know, let's see. So, well, this person, that, that's, this, this was, so this person is somebody I've never met with. I have no idea even where she's located. And she said, I am a financial manager with X company and work with individuals. How do you feel about discussing what is most important to you? Okay. I'm never, ever going to respond to something like that. Because it's financial. Why am I going to tell somebody I've never, ever met what my financial concerns are? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and what I really do not like are the people who contact me to say, 
you know, introduce me to so-and-so or, you know, all it. Now it's different if, you know, if they've done their research. So if they contact me and say, you know, Hey, I see that you're, you're connected with Brian. I've looked at his, you know, his, his profile. You know, I see that he has a podcast. Could you do a personal introduction? That's very different than just, Hey, you know, give me, give me your contact list. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's so important that again, this is about, building relationships and and mm-hmm. we hate getting spammy emails um you know this one this person is sending me a thing about zoom okay well i really don't need to be sold on zoom <laughs> right know? and so again i'm not going to pay any attention to anything they ever send me again um you know and 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 you know it, when i respond if i even respond it's very important that they pay attention to what i say you know mm-hmm. if if it's just gee thanks that's polite for go away. Don't bother me again. Um, right. You know, if it's, you know, th- this person, I said, thank you. And they, and I immediately got another spammy. No, you know, don't do that. You know, this is, think of it as networking in real life. You know, if you, if you've walked up to somebody at a networking event, sh- you know, you, you shook their hand, you, well, not in this day and age, you, you know, you went to them, um, you, know, you bumped <laughs> elbows. Yeah. <laughs> You know, then you know, you you're not going to keep trying to sell them, or if you do, they're going to walk off. You know, you get the right. glazed over look, and they and they walk away. And more importantly, they go to their friends and they say, "Oh God, don't go talk to that person." Um, right. You know, and and so it's but but it's it's great because you know what I what I really like about LinkedIn is, you know, it is it is worldwide. You know, we can connect with people, and f- for many of us, we can do business with people around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a brick and mortar. We're not whatever. We are able to work virtually, you know, with, with people. And so it's a great resource to be able to connect with all these people. I mean, this is, you know, I use it a lot for the podcast because we have, a, you know, quite a few guests who are our international guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just it's a great research tool mm-hmm. too. You know, I mean, if you if you want to research people, mm-hmm. and that's part of what you do, but not to go sell them and spam them, mm-hmm. then I I truly recommend Sales Navigator because you right. can dig deeper. You can dig in the second and third level connections mm-hmm. in a way you can't with a free account. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's research. That's right. not going to find people mm-hmm. to sell. Mm-hmm. And I've had too many customers and too many people say, all I want to do is go on LinkedIn, identify the buyers and mm-hmm. add them to my email list and call it a day. Right. No, you don't Mm-mm. because they didn't, they don't know you. They don't mm-hmm. like you. They don't trust you. Now, one caveat, you mentioned this, you know, you do everything that you would do online that you wouldn't do in person. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? There's some people that will do exactly right. what we tell them not to oh, do yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and they're the people that you see coming from across the room and you're like, nope, got to go that way. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, unfortunately, online, you can't see them coming across right. the room. They just show up in your inbox. Mm-hmm. You know, I one one of my favorite ones was a guy that basically came to me and said, hey, I've got this you know, great program. I'm going to get you all these leads and stuff like that. And it was one of my um, connect and pitches of the week that I put up there. And I said, hey, you know, um, you know, my business is tripled. I'm a LinkedIn expert. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty good. And then he goes off on this tangent. Oh, you're a LinkedIn expert? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you, I wouldn't call myself an expert, you know, but I probably know more than you in my 40,000 connections. I challenge you to a podcast where I kick mm-hmm. your butt, dude. <laughs> And I'm just going, okay, um, thanks. You can't have 40,000 connections. Exactly. Yeah, you don't know exactly what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the way, just go away. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's how some people treat it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, hey, when you say thanks, Mm -hmm. but no, I actually took the time to respond. It's like, dude, I'm not not interested. Thanks, but no thanks. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know if this person could end up being a good connection right. in the future, could oh, yeah. be a good podcast mm-hmm. guest. I mean, mm-hmm. I try to treat people with mm-hmm. respect, right? but I certainly don't go off like that. And mm-hmm. when I call myself a LinkedIn expert, I'm not saying I'm the greatest in the world. I'm one of many. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are tons right. and tons. I mean, you interview a ton of them. I've had some mm-hmm. on my podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, Bryn Tillman is a great one. Mm-hmm. I love Bryn. You know, Ted Protomo. Mm-hmm. Um, there are tons of experts out mm-hmm. there. We all bring different things to right. the mix. Which is cool. I mean, that's yeah. what's so fun about doing this this month because everybody has a different tactic where we're all like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Right. But the fact of the matter is we spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Yes. I mean, I teach mm-hmm. corporations how to mm-hmm. use LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I, I went into a major corporation. I started teaching their sales team how to mm-hmm. use it, and they all went, oh, oh. my goodness. Mm-hmm. So that's how you're supposed to use it? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they started following what I'm doing, and I called my client up and, and basically said, how are they doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I know that you sell live events, mm-hmm. and now you're going to have to go and do all these virtual mm-hmm. events. She says, everything you taught my sales team really prepared them they're using your 10, 10, 10 strategy, 10 contacts, 10 minutes a day, Mm -hmm. 10 words. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? How can I help? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and they're using that to build those connections Mm -hmm. and they're using the stuff that I taught them. Right. And she said, it's fabulous. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is great foundational Mm -hmm. stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, but Ted's going to come at it from a different way. Bryn's Mm going to come at it from a different way, but I consider us all experts in Mm -hmm. our field. Right. You know, because we use it. A true mm-hmm. expert is somebody who does mm-hmm. it. You cannot become a science expert if you're sitting there delivering right. newspapers, right? I, you know, I watch Big Bang Theory, but, you know, no, I'm probably not an expert. Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, the bottom line with all of this stuff is be nice, connect with mm-hmm. people, be helpful, create mm-hmm. great content. If you can't create content, then use other people's content. Mm-hmm. But use it as a networking tool with the expectation is the more you communicate with people, somewhere down mm-hmm. the line, somebody is going to say, tell me more about mm-hmm. what you do. Right. I think I need your help. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Or, or they'll say, I know this great person. You know, he's always provided me with such great content. She knows what she's talking about. Here's who you need to connect with. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about providing resources to mm-hmm. each other, and that's it. Right. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, speaking of resources, what about LinkedIn advertising? I've I've never done LinkedIn advertising, um, and it's funny because you know I mentioned as I was scrolling through the the, the news feed, mm-hmm. quite a bit of advertising right now. Um, you know, and 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 obviously that is it, it's a revenue generator for them. Um, but talk to us a little bit about why somebody might want to do advertising. Right. Well, with advertising, one of the things I've done for my clients, I mean, I, I do Google advertising, mm-hmm. Facebook ads, and, and LinkedIn ads. Right. Um, LinkedIn ads, I could tell you that the biggest thing about it is you have a very targeted audience. So mm-hmm. you can go in, for example, one of my clients, mm-hmm. um, we're looking for people in the IT space okay, Mm -hmm. that work for these particular industries, medical, automotive, Mm -hmm. uh, logistics, let's just use that. And then we're looking for people that have a senior level above newbie, Mm -hmm. okay, that are maybe in management. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for companies that make $5 million on up. Mm -hmm. So you can actually go in and target audiences like that with the content. Now I'm here to tell you that the cost per click and the cost per ads are relatively high, mm-hmm. comparatively right. speaking. But it's you because know? you funneled them down. And, and that's the important thing. You know, right. I'm looking at an ad right here where this, this is from America Honda Motor Company. And it is, you know, it's, it's inclusion is everybody's job. They paid for this. They paid for me to see this. 
I have no interest, no anything for this. Right. So they wasted their time. And it'd be even more, uh, you know, a waste if I were to click on it, you know, just what the heck is this? Because I'd eventually go, well, I don't care. So, so it's so important to get your demographics right. You right. Know, and really figure out, okay, they have to do over 5 million in sales a year. Right. Or I don't care. You know, whatever right. it is, you know, get the, that good. But the key thing is I went and I, I actually have, um, I have access to LinkedIn trainers. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are people mm-hmm. at LinkedIn who come right. in and look at my ad accounts mm-hmm. and they say, um, you know, they looked at the ads I was doing for my client and mm-hmm. they said, Hey, by the way, <laughs> excuse me, your the number of clicks that you're getting is double. And the cost that you're getting is less than average um, because it's targeted so well mm-hmm. that you're getting the kind of response that most people don't right. get. So mm-hmm. the key thing about it is LinkedIn advertising is inc- if you have something specific to mm-hmm. advertise. Mm-hmm. In the case of this one client, we are advertising a webinar for tomorrow. Right. And they're trying to reach clients that they don't have. Mm-hmm. We can easily, and you can do things inside of LinkedIn that you can do in any other social mm-hmm. media. I have a retargeting pixel. Okay, so I can anybody who goes from LinkedIn and visits our website, we built an audience. Right. Now we can do a lookalike audience and we could target to them. Mm-hmm. You know, people that look like the people that what a lookalike mm-hmm. audience is. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody going there happens to work in the food truck industry, it's going to say, okay, we're going to start targeting people in the mm-hmm. food truck industry. Right. You know, that's what a lookalike audience does mm-hmm. is it, people that are going to your website because they have a specific need, mm-hmm. it's going to find other people similar right. to that. Right. So and there's then you lots advertise of, to them. I mean, you know, that's, that's the key. Right. Yeah. So the bottom line, Facebook ads are not, any kind of online advertising is not super easy. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing about it is if you don't have the inverse structure of where you're sending them mm-hmm. to, you know, what's the goal? Am I sending them to the homepage or am I sending them to a specific page? Mm -hmm. Is there a downloadable Mm -hmm. on that page? Mm -hmm. Can I collect some data from Mm -hmm. them? You know, what happens is, is we drive them a lot of times with ads to a particular page that has Mm -hmm. an ebook or an article or Mm -hmm. something, some kind of CTA. And in there, there's a form that they could fill Mm -hmm. out immediately when that form is filled out. Mm -hmm. The client gets emailed, they send it to their salesperson, the salesperson friends Mm -hmm. them on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and says, hey, I saw that you downloaded this thing, I'm Mm -hmm. not here to sell you anything, but if I can can provide you additional Mm -hmm. resources Mm -hmm. so you don't have to go in and fill in the Mm -hmm. information, you want any other Mm eBooks, you want some reports, you know, I'm here to provide Mm -hmm. or answer Mm -hmm. questions. That's it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now that's put into a CRM and three mm-hmm. months down the line say, hey, did you get a chance to read the ebook? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's three weeks. Right. You know, it's building a system around making good contacts and mm-hmm. understanding it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. So right. LinkedIn advertising has a great residual value. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and again, you have to know who your target market is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about this many, many times on this program when you, you know, and, and, you know, this happens to you, 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 you know, and who are you trying, you know, who's your target market? And they smile sweetly at you and they go, everyone. Mm-hmm. No, no, there is nothing that is, is something that every single person is interested in buying. I don't care yeah. what it is. Right. Um, you know, we, we were talking about toilet paper. There are some people who, <laughs> Might not use toilet paper. Um, no, there are people. There are people that have bidets. I mean, there are right, people that have right. diapers. There are people. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. it's babies yeah. use diapers. So Some yeah. other people use it's, diapers. It's you not know? an <laughs> ick factor. It's just you know a different need. So yeah. So it's it's knowing exactly who your target market is, and 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 that for a business person, especially starting out, is scary because they're thinking, but I'm eliminating all of these people. Well, 
that's okay because they weren't going to buy from you to start with. Right. You know, and, and that's what people aren't getting. It's like, well, you know, if I, if I had, say, a thousand people in my database, but only a hundred are going to buy from me, well, those 900 people, what about, well, they wouldn't, you know, they, they weren't going right. to buy from you anyway. So why waste time? And, you know, why risk annoying them? I mean, you know, right. that's the other thing. You know, if, if, you know, if you're trying to sell them something that they are absolutely positively not interested in, right. then that comes back to the, oh, avoid that person conversation. Right. Now, taking it off of Facebook, and I, you know, this is in the toilet paper math and the Vsauce mm-hmm. book, but it's a similar situation, and that situation is this, is um, I can, okay, Deborah, I'm going to get you a million people to your website tomorrow. Oh, wow. It's only going to cost you $500. Are you mm-hmm. interested? Sure. Okay. Yeah, because you're going to get a million eyes mm-hmm. on your website, mm-hmm. okay? And you say yes, and you pay me $500, mm-hmm. and you go look at Google Analytics a week later, and you see that all the traffic came from India, China, and Vietnam. Right. Mm-hmm. And right? did nothing. And nothing. And they spent mm-hmm. less than 10 seconds mm-hmm. and they would never buy from you. Right. So anybody can generate traffic. Anybody can generate eyeballs. But if you're not generating, you know, I would rather speak mm-hmm. to 10 people for mm-hmm. 10 minutes than 10,000 people for 10 seconds. Right. Because those 10 mm-hmm. people are willing to spend 10 minutes have mm-hmm. a genuine interest in what you have mm-hmm. or maybe how you can help them. Right. Right. And that's really what matters is, again, mm-hmm. it's, it's the quality mm-hmm. of the connection. It's mm-hmm. the quality of the things that you're right. doing. Well, and on the flip side, if you get them there, can you provide them with whatever it is? Um, you know, I had a client one time who wrote this wonderful book, and and she said, you know, she she hired me to help promote it, and the only thing she wanted, I mean, her this this was not, you know, it was you get me on Oprah, yeah, and that was of course back when Oprah and and I said, okay, first of all, we we build up to it, you know, you got to get on your little local thing, we have to do all of this. No, no, she wanted on Oprah, and I said, more importantly. We get you on Oprah and, and she's, you know, she, she says, Hey, this is a fabulous book. And you get 30,000 people who that day say, Hey, we want to buy that book. Do you have 30,000 copies of the book? No. I said, see, there's the, the hitch. <laughs> you know? right. We don't want to, to create too much of a demand because then the same thing happens. They're like, oh, my God, I tried to get that and I couldn't. Um, you know, it's it, kind of like the thing right now. People are trying to buy toilet paper and they exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so it's it's about knowing your market. It's about knowing what you can do. Um, you know, we've, we've been talking about webinars. Well, that's great. But most webinar software does have a limit. Um, you know, so, so if, if say you have 5,000 people that sign up and only a hundred can participate, well, you got a heck of a lot of really upset people. Right. Yep. There's, there's so many things that we can talk about from a technological mm-hmm. standpoint, but I think, you know, the, the key message of today mm-hmm. is a, that LinkedIn is good for business. Mm-hmm. B it's about relationship right. building. C have some kind of system in place to actually follow up with people, connect with mm-hmm. people, and then D, use it. I mean, right. get in there and use it once a day. Mm-hmm. Just go look at what people right. are posting, right. research people, make good connections, do something. And you're working from home, folks. You've got more time. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's another reason why you want to be a content mm-hmm. creator right now. Right. You want to get your messages out mm-hmm. on LinkedIn because more people are going to mm-hmm. be on LinkedIn right. than ever before. Right. Yeah. Because they may be scared that they're losing their job. They may be mm-hmm. looking for resources that they didn't have mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. More people are going to be visiting mm-hmm. it. You want to be in mm-hmm. front of them. That's key. With, with great, helpful content. Not, hey, I've got this thing that I can sell you. Right. Exactly. Perfect. Well, Brian, they want to connect with you. How do they find you online? The easiest way is go to the Google machine, okay, 
and type in Brian, B-R-I-A-N, mm-hmm. Basilico, B-A-S-I-L-I-C-O. Google that. You will find everything. My books, my podcasts, my blogs, my all the stuff that you could possibly imagine. Even my LinkedIn profile is sitting right there. Thank you, Deb, for that wonderful- I'm such a good Vanna. You are. I was just going to say, yeah, and you made a V out of them, too, for Vanna. I did. That was awesome. I did. Look. Yeah, V for Vanna. Um, so, yeah, you can find any of that stuff mm-hmm. online. Just Google my name. And here's the bottom line. If I said anything that was interesting to you, connect with me. You know, right. send me a connection request. I heard you on Deb's show. Send me a mm-hmm. Facebook request. Follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Any of those kind of things. I want to build relationships mm-hmm. with your audience. Right. And that's it. You know, yeah. don't pitch me. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, and, and as Brian said, if you're sending him a request to connect, especially on LinkedIn, be sure to say that, you know, you, you saw us or you heard, you know, heard the program and, and that's why you're connecting. Cause we love to hear about that. You know, right. if you agree with us, great. If there's something that, that you take exception to, we want to know that too. That's cool. Yeah. We're not perfect, no. you know, but we, we try to provide good value, you know, and that's right. okay. So right. I, and Deb, I so appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk with you in the audience. So thank oh, we you have so, so much, much fun, that. you know, and, 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 and more importantly, it's, it is because you provide such great information. Um, you know, for, I'm, I am part of a, a mastermind group that, that Brian leads and, you know, and, and, and I get so much out of my connections with Brian and, and it is, it's just, it's so much fun. And, and, but I learn from him, you know, and, and that's the key is connect with people that you're going to learn from. You know, and, and because we can, that we should never be happy with our status quo. You know, make sure that you're learning a little something new every day. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And my favorite quote that I like to end with is that relationships are the currency of business. And so the bottom line is you have to be willing to spend money to make money. You have to be willing to invest in relationships in order to see a return on investment. Perfect. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful time talking with Brian Basilico. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.